Hello and an extraordinarily belated Happy New Year from Backstreet HQ because somehow, boys, since meeting up with Tom just after Christmas, we haven't seen one another in 2019. Well, no, we bumped into each other today and you said Happy New Year and we were like, what do you mean Happy New Year? Not realising we're almost, well, we are over halfway through February, aren't we? Yeah, but it's not like we were quiet. Paula no. came to visit and so yeah. did Christine. Christine so came not, to visit So it's well. not like we didn't, didn't give, you, give the fans what they wanted. Give <laughs> the fans what they wanted. <laughs> Less of us. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you've listened to all those interview specials and thoroughly enjoyed them. Thank you for those of you who tweeted us. There's been such an amazing reception to both longer specials. But if you are new to the Backstroke Boys and Girl, just a quick introduction. Um, I'm Claire. I'm Bayo. I'm Jodie. And we today are going to be talking about lots of indoor action because it's coming in thick and fast now, the champs around the corner. And as of an hour ago, we're recording after a lovely Sunday roast, British <laughs> Athletics have named a slightly mm. perplexing team <laughs> to go to Glasgow where we will be next month. But shall we rewind and start with the British champs? Yes. Lovely. Well, what did you guys think? It, I don't know, it felt a little bit thin to me, but it's the, it's the European indoors, it's not the most important championships, that's, mm. that's a given. Um, there was a big year last year for a lot of athletes, we heard to start very early and then go on through the three major championships last year, and the world championships this year are very late in the season, so yeah. I understand people are not prioritising the European indoors. Having said that, it's a, a home championships again. And I think the European indoors is one of the most important championships on the calendar because it's where you find out the new emerging talents. It's where people break out and win a first medal and make themselves noticed. You can set yourself up for the next two years going up to the Olympics, having won a medal at the European indoors. Um, so I, would, I think it should have been a priority for a few more people. Um, having said that, there were some really good um, um, performances at the championships. And there were some kind of very thin fields as well. well. It's interesting you say that because I remember you saying it to me like a week or so back when it was on. You said you thought it was quite thin. And I had actually had the exact opposite um, oh. reaction. <laughs> Just because the, the um, British trials isn't... We don't get to see it that often. You know, we actually got to see it this year. It was um, streamed somewhere else on, on the website, wasn't it? Yeah, shout and out I, to everyone at Vinco. Who yeah, yeah that brilliant. Feel. Fantastic. Mm. Um, but I always thought that the um, trials over the years just hadn't really been that well um, attended because often there's not anything to be, be um, competing for, certainly not at home championships. And when I actually watched it live, because we used to go all the time, I don't yeah. really go these days, um, I just, I thoroughly enjoyed it, to be honest. There was no, so, many good, so, so much good stuff on it, but there were some thin things, but the women's 400 was great, the women's 800 was great, the women's 1500 was great, the women's 3000 was great. The 60 was great. What did you say? All the women's events. <laughs> the women's shot some... was great. But yes. The women's pole vault was great. Yeah. This is the thing. I think the women's side is very strong. The men's, to me, looks very, very weak. And looking forward to the Europeans, which we'll talk about later, I think there's very few medal shots on the men's side, but the women are going to kill it. I'm really glad you said that, because on the train here today, I was reading back through all the press releases, and I looked back over British champs, and I wrote down my standout performances, and I thought, oh, God, Claire, you've done it again. You've only picked women. <laughs> so I'm glad it's not just me, because I've written down Naomi, Holly, Shalena, Adele, and the 4x4, and how exciting that women's 60 was. None of the men's events really took my fancy. The only men's event that I think is a possibility, maybe not a possibility of a medal, but the fifth, men's 1500 looks quite strong. Yeah, I think we've got our big mm. guns in the, and, and some of them are spread over the, uh, 3000 as well. Yeah. But apart from that, I thought it was very thin. So if we just talk about the events, and obviously on the men's side, there's some, there's some very weak thing, it, things going on in the 60. But the 
Asha was brilliant in the 60 and it's mm. great to have three women around that 720 which is kind of what's going to get you into the final. I mean, seriously, we're not it wasn't that long ago. We're talking 10 years maybe very mm. slightly more ago. We got so excited when Joyce ran 730. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got Asha winning a by the way a 10th British indoor title. Mm. So Asha won a 719 and then you have Rachel Miller and Chris, uh, Crystal Awua between the three of them. 720 and 735. But what's great about that is Asha is up there as one of the best in Britain. The other two, Crystal came out last year and ran a fast time. Um, Rachel. Rachel is a, I mean, I, she's been around and about but this is a massive breakthrough from her. So we're she not even, came back last year, didn't she? Mm. Well, we're not even talking about our top rank no, of women. No. We're talking about like, not even the second, probably the third <laughs> rank of women. The depth in the women's sprints is phenomenal. It's really exciting. So I loved the women's 60 because it was so, so hard fought. But there were a couple of runaway winners that also really caught my eye. And Naomi's under-23 national record, going over 14 metres again. And then Holly Bradshaw, who has come into some amazing form right now. It's nice to see that some of our athletes, some of our favourite athletes are really excelling. And they don't necessarily need that domestic competition to be, you know, putting those markers out there. I read something from Ben Bloom of The Telegraph, a tweet last night. And I hadn't realised this, but Nike dropped Bradshaw this mm. week. Oh, yeah. Just this week. That's why at the um, bad timing. Mm. <laughs> That's why she's wearing her club tie. Got you. So she's without a sponsor. And we've seen, you know, Greg Rutherford went on to produce amazing performances right after being dropped. I love the kind of middle finger. <laughs> Fine, watch me win some titles then. Not wearing your stash. <laughs> um, yeah, Holly was amazing. And obviously, she, I think she's probably... You can never, obviously, Stephanie Eady and others, you can't count out, but she's going into that with the, with the very much the kind of type. Like one of, yeah, yeah, one, one of, of the favourites. Favorite, yeah. um, the women's 400 was great competition. They oh, have, yeah. They're not at amazing level right yet at the trials, but that, to have that... But the depth, wasn't it? The depth. Yeah. Is, is also, who, who was it who came second? Who's 18? Amber Anning? Yeah. Yes. Like, where's she come from to run that kind of time and beat the quality of field? And she automatically qualified. It's so strange, though, because Ailey went in as the favourite. She looked great through the rounds. And then just in the final, she, it was almost like she took it a bit for granted or something. I'm not sure. But she didn't get out as hard as I thought she was going to. No. And you can't do that in a 400. She knows. I mean, don't put me telling her. But because um, <laughs> um, she, she didn't get out fast enough, and she got into third, I think she ended up fourth, didn't she? But this is what's but, so, ama- so great about 400s indoors. It's not just a straight sprint. No. It's, it's almost like a fart leg session. You have to go out really hard mm-hmm. and then taper it back a bit. And you try and, you try, like the, sec- the second, th- the third hundred, you've got to try and relax. But, but it's amazing. It's, it's a tactical race. Mm-hmm. You've got to, get, you've got to be, have the speed to get out in the front, but, without, but still have the strength to bring it home. So it's, it's a tactical. It's, it's, it's also a whole, whole other event. Like Maslak is unbeatable indoors. Yes. You know, but... In outdoors, he's, he's been good, but he's certainly not like a, a world beater. And you see um, that as a result of it being such a different discipline, people get it wrong. And yeah. Lavia has spoken really openly about yeah. it since it really knocked her confidence by completely overcooking it. Someone said she went through, I think she went through the first 200 in like 24 dead or something. Oh, no Nicholas Sanders. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nicholas would bring it home. <laughs> also, Amber Anning's time was a British junior record, the fastest time since 1970. Wow. What? Yeah. Ooh. I know. The, um, the, Women's 800 once... I mean, we were just talking about the women's events. So we yeah. have to come back and talk about the men's. There's just so yeah, much more to talk about. To. The, the, the women's 800, once again, is one of our strongest events. To have new talent coming through. Mm-hmm. Mary... Smith? Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was Scottish because the way she spells mm-hmm. Mary. So, um, but to, for her to come through, out of, almost out of nowhere, she went 202 outdoors last year. Mm-hmm. But um, we didn't know her, especially to have that kind of finish against the quality of field. But let's just talk about... Um, um, 
Shalena. Oh, who we so talk good. about Shalena quite a lot on this yeah. one All the time. because she is so <laughs> underrated and she is going to get it right on the big occasion once. Her tactical awareness is brilliant. Um, she's so strong. She's also got the speed um, to, to dictate to that field, which is a quality field. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I, I haven't looked at the rankings in Europe this year, but she must be up there, and I think she must be one of the favourites to be able to run like that. Uh, there are very few women who I reckon will be towing the line come that European, hopefully, final. Shalene is there, yeah. who are capable of going sub two. She's looking really, really strong. She's changed her training regime completely this winter. She's really stripped it back and then rebuilt it using different sessions, and it seems to be working for her because we've now seen her go out really hard like she did at the Grand Prix yesterday and we'll touch on that a bit later but like you said then run a really slow I think the first 400 metres was something like 65 <laughs> in the trials and she just dictated it I loved it but what's so great about it is she's like really big and strong and that's really helpful indoors yeah. when you're running those curves because if you course. just keep, keep on the outside you can't get past that you know and Adele Tracy is fantastic I love Adele Tracy but she's tiny in comparison and so to just try and get past her it's a really imposing figure <laughs> isn't she um, Shalena so that's really really helpful <laughs> indoors when you've got that kind of um, stature that people can't get past you um, as always our middle distance is going to be very strong um, at the trials Gemma Riki won the 1500 yes. which was a phenomenal performance because she was up against not the top rank law, the lawyers weren't there but there were some other good good quality Katie pe- Snowden, Katie Snowden and Sarah, Sarah McDonald mm-hmm. and Sarah McDonald's I think is a 403 she's athlete good. yeah Sarah she's McDonald's. good she just flies under but the radar Gemma Riki tore them apart in that mm-hmm. last 200 she's a tough when we, we saw that last year, both at the trials and then running the time at the Diamond League. She's the European under, she's European junior champion. Mm-hmm. She's a quality performer. She's a big time performer and she's strong and, and she's, she's fast. She trains with Laura, doesn't she? She trains with Laura. Yeah. I spoke to Laura at the Diamond League in London last year and she says that Laura, um, Gemma, Gemma. Ricci now beats her over speed reps. Mm. When they're doing their speed sessions, they're fine tuning track stuff and kind of late spring, Gemma's got that step on her. And, and I just, then, sorry, the, go on, go on. So I was just going to say that at the, it's the European indoors and anything can happen at yes. the European indoors. So with that kind of pedigree, you've got to keep an eye on her. Once again, I'm not, we don't know who the teams are going to be yet, but um, for, for the other countries. But Gemma Ricci, in a, in a, in a slowish, as long as it's not a super fast race, I think she's up there. And then we've got Melissa Courtney. In oh, the, God, yeah. In the three. <laughs> Along with Laura. And Laura. Yeah. And Daly, she's now yes. in the team. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a quality yeah. team, isn't it? Could you almost feel like if Kloster Helfen weren't there to spoil the party, that could be a one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, is Anderson going? Presumably not, but you never know. I cannot keep up with that woman because one minute she's running a 15 and the yeah. next minute she's breaking European half marathon yeah. record. So I don't know where she's running. And I, um, I'm more in Costa as well. I mean, but um, Melissa... Um, Melissa Courtney thrashed her, right. um, mm. so but she she's quality athlete. I can't think of anyone else who's in that league, to be honest. Well, we'll, we'll know. You know, next week we'll know that mm. the teams because because it is a European indoors, and because we do have the World Championships like later in the year, much later in the year. You have no idea what people's plans are this year. This no. year, so uh, most times you could kind of assume someone was going to be running at a certain championship. This year, everything's up in the air, isn't it? I'm Andy Butcher, and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. On the on the um, field event side, we need to just talk about Sophie McKenna in the shop. Yeah. Oh my god! Because yeah. once again, it's one of those events that flies under the radar. It's but they're knocking on world class now, and there's three of them that are really competing against each other. And Sophie McKinnon's on top at the moment. Did you 1798, the best by a British woman this century, the best since Judy Oakes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Judy Oakes at the end of her career was still throwing over 18, yeah. 18 meters in 2000. But it's just that incremental 
getting better and just getting better and just getting better. She's but also, right she's getting better while standards are actually getting slightly worse, which yeah. kind of brings it together a lot quicker, mm. doesn't it? Yeah. And um, people aren't even really thrown over 20 metres at the moment. No. Um, and nine, 19 anything will get you like way up in a final, even a medal. So she's creeping up and up, isn't it? Really mm. quite rapidly. And you mentioned incremental getting better. The patience that she has shown, that was her 13th British Indoor Championships and her wow. first title. She missed out by three centimetres last year, so I think the fortitude yeah, to first come of a back, title, that's amazing. Yeah, amazing, considering how, for how long she's been up there. And also, don't forget, she was a great junior. She was European junior silver or bronze medalist back in the day. I'm pretty sure it's her. I might have this totally wrong. But I think she lost to a Turkish girl um, a little while ago. We've all done that. So, <laughs> so the, she's always been good, but it's to, to get her to stay in the sport. That's the important thing. I'm it? sure there's not been a lot, of, a lot of sponsorship, but to stay in the sport and to still be here and to see the results. She's not that old. What's going to be really interesting is, very soon, if not already, she's going to be on funding. Yeah, because she's way up there, like in the mm. t- in terms of world class. When you're getting to eighteen meters, compared with, I'm going to name no names, but there are like sprinters and people who are on really, really high yeah. funding, where they must be way low in the rankings um, than, than she is. Won't that be amazing? Wouldn't it be great what, to have like a, a female yeah. um, shot? Well, any shot put in, my female <laughs> <laughs> shot. Didn't she on. get? Didn't she come seventh at the European final last year? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's yeah. it's mm. great. Let's not get overexcited. It's not medal, but yet, but it's going in the right direction. And that's what we like to see. Um, we talked about. Um, uh, the, the pole vault um, Morgan in the high jump yes of course um, mm. it's tough this year though there's a, already, really high standards, there's already more people over two metres in this in this winter um, indoor season than there was the whole of last year Jeez. worldwide so including Chicharoba who then got banned yeah <laughs> <laughs> Very bizarre. so I mean but if she can jump 97 at the championships that's there's a couple of really good Ukrainians um, there's obviously um Vasiskeni and there's the Bulgarian girl whose name I've forgotten but um you're there and thereabouts, so that's that's good. But then the other the the triple jump, as we said, Naomi or better looks good. And it was great in the long jump to see Abigail back because she came back to the trials last year, jumped decently and yeah. like um came fifth or something. <laughs> in that ridiculously high Yeah, so her back and also the new girl who's name of J Jahisha. But these new faces, this new talent. Great to have Abigail back, who really hasn't been around since 2012, mm. when she jumped 680 and then has been injured ever since. So that's great to have to have that um, that kind of talent back, especially in an event where we've got a lot of talent at the moment. And the mm. big girls aren't going in the long jump, so that's opened up um, some spaces. Um, Should we talk about some men? Well, yeah, but I mean, what's to talk about? The 60 metres, I'm actually going to have a little bit of a rant, if you don't mind. Do you want to save that till we talk about selection? Or are you talking about 60 metres more as a whole? I mean, I'm talking about the male sprinters this winter. Go for it. So, I mean, the selection thing is almost a separate thing, but it it contributes. We've got the best sprinters in Europe. We came one and two at the European Championships Mm -hmm. last year. I think we came four as well. And then we got a medal in the 200, and we've got Adam, and we've got loads of really, really high-class sprinters. None of them who want to run at the European indoors. Um, I don't know the reasons. CJ's got a little niggle, I believe, but Reese is running. Not doing indoors. Um, Zarnell, God knows what he could, what he's doing. And both of them two need to be over 60 as well because the, the start is not the strongest part of their race. And it's one thing doing it in one race at your local track or one Diamond League. Doing rounds at a championships, which will mirror what you're going to have to do over 100 metres later in the year, is so important. And I'm actually a bit disappointed. I'm sure they've got their reasons. I don't know their training plans, all the rest of it. But just from an outsider's point of view... 
I think it's really disappointing to not people see people taking that opportunity. So you've missed the most important thing. It's the home championship. Yes, exactly. Mm. So there's, first of all, thousands and thousands of people paying to go and see. We should be putting out the strongest team possible and they should be encouraged to put out the strongest team possible. But also, we're not even talking about our, our top-ranked sprinters because, like, if, understandably, there's all kinds of reasons why people may not want to be there. We could put our third rank of sprinters in and they would still be... Um, like right up there in, with the best in Europe over 60 metres but I don't I mean I literally didn't know who anybody was well I'll right? take the top three at the trials are Dom Ashwell Adam Thomas Jeremy Meyer Azu who's 17 so there were 23 17 and 19 the, the medalists I've never heard of any of those people and that, I mean that some of that is my fault but they're not even in the third ranking of British no, no, no. sprinters good luck to them I think they were all awesome I think they backed it up um, and they're brand new exciting talent so great on them but at a time we've got a home championships I'm a bit disappointed that probably our marquee event yeah. is not going to have anybody in it who is of note of note so I'm just mm. I just think that's not really acceptable um, so the they also say the, the 400 is much the same well that's, that was the next thing I was going to say because um Cameron Chalmers and Owen Smith were one and two. They're the kind of people who every year indoors kind of make a bit of yeah, a mark. Or, or make the relay team. But Yeah. Um, Lee Thompson was our number one last year. I've really rated him and he, I haven't ever heard of him ever since. But where are the 400 metre runners? Because also remember there's a relay, which mm. we don't really have a team for. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Um, almost similar in the 800. Like Guy is one of the, one of the kind of up there guys. Where's everybody else? Yeah. Um, Elliot's doing the fifteen hundred, which I actually think is a really smart move. Really smart move. Um, but where is where's uh, where is everybody in the fifteen hundred? All those guys run the three thousand. Mm-hmm. Also smart move yeah. because often in especially European doors, it's going to be a slow race, so that speed could get you medals. But just where is everybody? And I feel like if they are off training and that's where they are and they're getting really good miles and tactical, technical stuff under their belts over the winter and then they come out and execute later on in the champs, like, fine, and maybe that will be vindicated. But this is an opportunity, like you said, to get championship experience, to get up on podiums, to reach finals, to really kind of stake a claim to being athletics royalty within Europe. And it's a long time until Doha. Yeah. I feel like you could peak for this. Then go back and carry on. You don't even need to peak for this. No, but not stressing people. It's the European indoors. Maybe have an easy training week the week before, but Mm. you don't need to peak for the European indoors. And probably to medal a lot of these people we're talking about at the European indoors. But it will set you up for the rest of the season. You will get into races because you've got this medal. Yeah. You or the BBC will, will focus on you in the summer and interview mm. you because you've got a medal at the European indoors. The public will take to you because you've got a medal. I think it's short-sighted not to be there. Also, remember when you interviewed Paula last week? Um, she was saying that like, her favourite race ever or something was the Commonwealth yeah. in um, 2002 because it was the only time she didn't get to compete in London in, in uh, the Olympics or the World Championships. So it was the only chance to run in a stadium in front of a world, in front of a, a British crowd, yeah. a home crowd. Um, now, we've had loads of those recently, yeah, which is fantastic. Maybe it's not, there's not going to be that many more coming forward because we've, we've done them all. But it's certainly for the younger athletes, like, I don't think maybe they understand the big deal about running in a home championships and just for the sake of the people going, you know, it's just really important. Also the inspiration you might get, yeah. like you, you might, it might be the only medal you ever get in your career. Yeah. So you need something on your Wikipedia. I mean, it's just, it's just, yeah. I find it b- b- quite bizarre. So any other men's performances we wanted to talk mm, about? Kind of over the last couple of weeks. And actually I've had an eye on him for a while because I love the New Mexico athletics program out in the NCAAs, but Josh Kerr, yeah, 
is running seriously, seriously well at the moment. I think he could be a real medal shout. Yes. For Glasgow. Doesn't want to go to Glasgow. Oh God, of course. <laughs> I just realised I just read this press release and he's not on it. But this is the thing. I, I mean, maybe... Sorry, stop. So our 1,500 team is... is um, um, Gawley. Gawley Giles. and Elliot Giles. That's so weird because you were talking about Gawley a minute ago and mm. I'm thinking, but he didn't win the game. Okay. Um, yeah, Josh Kerr doesn't want... Which I, I assume the reason is because he's got NCAA yes. commitments. So he's back. He's actually now a professional runner in the States. He's not, so he's not doing NCAA. So he's not doing NCAA. Oh, I don't know what his excuse is. And isn't he Scottish? He is Scottish. So this, once again, perfect example. Mm. He's probably not going to win because that's a tough event, the, the 1500. But you could nip a medal. I don't, in any way, I don't know. I'm not a professional athlete. <laughs> so I don't have to make these decisions. But I just think it's disappointing. Anything else on the men's side at the trials that was particularly noteworthy? Mm, no. <laughs> 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 we've spent 90 seconds on it. That'll be fine. I mean... Like you've said, we've kind of touched upon it. There are some interesting transitions between events, but there weren't any outstanding performances. There weren't any great markers put down. Um, I enjoyed the men's 400 metre final. I thought it was yeah. an exciting mm, race. Yeah. It's and nice actually, to see Andy both... Butchart running again, but it's not really anything to talk about. No, I don't see, apart from in the men's middle distance, I think there's possibilities for some medals because our top guys are going. Mm. I don't see any possibilities of medals from any other guys which is bizarre yeah. mm. let's talk a bit about the Grand Prix from yes maybe that'll jog our memory a bit about some of the men who've clearly forgotten all about <laughs> they're all like they're all men they do exist <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just don't know what they're doing at the moment. hi I'm Dina Asher-Smith and you're listening to the Backstraight Boys um, so yeah so obviously after the trials there were some people who'd won, who'd won but hadn't got the qualifying yes. there's some people who'd got, come third who did have the qualifying etc etc so that's always the good thing about the mm. British Athletics we've always got a big meeting the week after the trial so people can try and get those standards which is I think it's unique in other countries I think we Ooh. we plan that very well every single year um so what was the big headlines from the Diamond League um let's first of all let's talk let's let's not Diamond League is it let's talk about let's talk from the British perspective mm-hmm. and who's who's made teams and stuff and then obviously there were some great performances we can talk about as well so who who was on the on the cusp as it were who, who, who was waiting for the um to find out um mostly in the women's 800 meters yeah is Mari Smith. Smith. <laughs> so she needed the qualifying time, and then that third spot was still up, up to selectors' yeah. discretion. So Adele and Lindsay had to thrash that one out. So Mari needs to get under two hundred three yes, in that did. race, which she did in yep. spectacular fashion. Two hundred two thirty four, which I think not that over two seconds off her indoor PB. But it's, 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 out, it's better than outdoor. PB yes, but well. a bit better than outdoor people now. Right. Right. Very strong finish as well, hasn't she? So mm-hmm. if it's in a slower race, she, she's someone to look out for. But I mean, it's a different level at the European indoors. But just making it as really, really impressive. Um, were there any other people who um, came through at the Grand Prix to get times that they needed? So Joseph any... Reed in the men's 800. Men's 800 once again. That mm-hmm. was a funny old. That was a funny old race at the champ- at the British oh. Championships um, mm. for a whole plethora of reasons. But yeah, he got the qualifying. Now he's going. So that's that's actually worked out really good for men's 800. Um, in the women's um, 400, it was kind of a race between Ailey and um, um, Lavia. Lavia. Yeah. And Ailey won with mm-hmm. some smart racing. I think Lavia went out a little bit too slow this time. Yes. Got pipped by the American inside her. Once you're in fourth place indoors, it is really tough. Kept smart though, kept she on the inside and tried to come through on the indoors, but in the inside, but you've taken up so much um, um, energy then. Can we just, sorry, going back to the 800, I just want to talk about Adele a little bit. Yes. Um, I love Adele, Tracy. I think she's such a fighter. Um, she is not. She's stronger. Than, I don't know what her tactic is. Is she, is she a fast 800 Is she a strong 800-metre runner? I, she's both. I like watching her when she runs 
hard from yes, the get go. Yes, that's when I yeah. quite, I feel most confident in her ability to execute. But that's just me. But she to take it to Shalena like that mm. probably unnecessarily on the third lap. She could have tucked in a little bit, and so she lost in the last fifty meters. She lost a little bit. But I'm always very impressed with her. Like mm. she she's you know she's going to go out there and give it her all every time. And you're right because she's so softly spoken mm. such a quiet member of the team and she's such a delight whenever you work with her but she's got like a backbone of yes. steel that girl like, she's gritty fourth of the European outdoors last year mm. don't forget so you can't, like going into the European indoors she has to be someone to reckon with she's one of those athletes who we um, we talk a lot about the ones who kind of like let, not that they let us down the right, but maybe don't get their tactics right you know? mm. I never feel with Adele that she got it wrong maybe she didn't quite have the, the enough on that day to, to execute or, or get the position she wanted but I never think like oh god what was she doing and I feel oh god what were they doing about most little distance runners at some point <laughs> <laughs> Asha ran great in the 60 and Three to Lou, which is fantastic and she's going to go in there as probably not the favourite not the favourite yeah, yeah not the favourite is the favourite but you can never count out Asha at championships and Daphna is doing the 60 yeah you said she'd won what, she what the trials she won the Dutch one at the trials and she looked good do you know what the time was not off the top of my head, that's really bad for me. But I just think Daphne is, you know, she's had a couple of quiet years. Mm. She's probably got a bit of a chip on her shoulder now. She really wants to get back to being a truly world-class sprinter. And we felt, haven't we, that she's not looked quite as, as fit yes. as she has done previously. And she looked good. Well, she's gone back to her old coach, jumps. which I think we all agree is the best idea. The thing is, if her over 60, she's going to have to be at the top of her form because she mm. cannot start like the others. And yes, she comes on like like a train, mm-hmm. but she's going. She might run out of track, so that's that'll be, that'll be really <laughs> yep. interesting. What other things happened at the um, championship? Sorry, in the men's fifteen hundred, Elliot Giles qualified because he jumped around three thirty nine, and we just have to mention that was a world record. Not that anybody participating seemed to know it. it no, that was weird, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> it was so weird. Tavera came over the line and just kind of. Slowed down to a walk and then like looked around for a water bottle. And especially the whole thing had been set up around Kajelcha, who'd missed mm. the world mile record by one hundredth of a second in um, America, like a couple of weeks ago. So that was, it was all slightly anticlimactic. It really was, yeah. But really the, the depth behind, Josh Kerr went to third British all time. He did. And um, the after that, everyone ran PBs and seasons best. So that was a, that was a really good quality race, which got the guys the qualifying as well. So that's so. Um, um, uh, Elliot Giles made the team because he had what was it called? What time did he have to get? Sub 40. 42. He 42. Ran 39. I, was, I mean, 42, God. Yeah. And he, he ran 39. Yeah. Finished 10th. That is a bloody strong <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at his thinking, I remember looking at it yesterday mm. and thinking, oh, he came 10th, but I didn't know what the time he needed was. Um, so the British um, qualifying for the 1500 is 3.42, but the qualifying for the men's 60 is 60. It's 6.60. Is that right? Yeah. Is this time okay. for a little rant? I think we save it for selection. Okay, cool. That's going to be the crown jewel in this podcast, <laughs> so we're going to hang on for the selection rant. Um, what other what other races were there? Laura Murray, right? Didn't she? Oh, <laughs> no, listen. What can you say about Laura Murray? Like you just run out of superlatives. I just love her. She's just phenomenal. Like, mm. and she will never let you down. And even if she gets, I'm not going to say she gets her tactics wrong. I don't think she does get tactics wrong necessarily. No, I just think she's other in. People a, have just got. Yeah, started. I think she's she's in a very loaded um, loaded event the 1500 with people who almost are the counter of her tact of her strengths so it's always going to be tough for her but she, she will always always give 100% and you yeah. can never ever criticise Laura Muir I don't think and she said before the race this isn't you know I'm going to have a go at the record but for me it's <laughs> more about having a good race a good run out feeling fit yeah, yeah, yeah. ahead of Glasgow but she's 
just someone. Like, I feel like you could get her, set her on any task and once she's decided she's going to do it, like Laura Muir would just do it. And she's, it was amazing. It was her against the clock and I did get goosebumps watching it. And the women's 3,000, it was, the story really was, were Ailish coming back and mm. whether she could run decent. She ran 8.56. She did, I think, two yeah. Two seconds off of what she needed to automatically qualify. But of course she's got it from last year. She's got two weeks to get better. I think that's the phenomenal team to send to the European Championships. Hi, I'm Morgan Lake and you're listening to the Backstroke Boys. Quick interjection to the pod to just say a massive thank you to our favourite recent review, which comes from the rather lovely Jovial Gnome, (laughs) who left us five stars and said, it's very, very good. First came across this with the Parkrun episode and it has become a firm favourite. Their knowledge is... I don't know how many episodes they've listened to. <laughs> Truly encyclopedic. <laughs> and it's very well presented. Off to look for some back episodes. So, uh, Jovial Gnome, thank you for being so very jovial. Drop us a line on Twitter and we will send some swag your way. <laughs> Hi, my name is Asha Phillip and you're listening to The Backstreet Boys. Can I just say something about Holly? Yes, you can. Like, we know she's running off a 12-stride run-up, but her, her pole's really small and soft. Yeah. Because... It, it looks to me like there's so much room for improvement. She's got that where she, because she's running faster and she's got these what look like very soft poles to me, there's that point when she, in her trajectory where she kind of stalls and yes. then continues up. Mm. Whereas it looks to me like she can go on a, a stiffer pole, take her run up back, and jump five metres. Well, it was with the stiffer <laughs> Not that pole, simple, I'm sure. The first <laughs> jump that she did with her larger pole size yesterday was that first time clearance of 481. So that was so when the she last. Moved up. Did she change it to a pole to five eighty one? Yes. Oh, that was a change of pole. I didn't notice that because mm. beforehand <laughs> you spent the whole time. Well, that pole's too soft. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously I'm an expert on the pole rock because I, my personal best is two meters fifty. Damn it! It was as high as the pole. I used to get points for the club back in the day. Same, yeah, exactly the same. <laughs> but we had two different poles. One was softer and one was harder. Two so. different poles between all of you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah Holly's looking phenomenal mm. and I just really hope she can get a consistency which obviously she has in her two competitions this year she's not even supposed to be doing the pole vault um, to do 580 and 581 is just phenomenal and it's going to be a really good championships because the two Greek athletes are looking really good oh and um, I don't know if she's allowed to compete but who's the Russian who's done 92 this year Oh. Who always gets a medal indoors? Sidorova. Sidorova. She always gets. She always gets a sneaky medal. That one. So she's definitely someone to watch out for. That's going to be a good event. Definitely, especially if Polly's going to do five eighty one. Well, she's going to go on stiffer poles. Four eighty one. I would just say five. Hi, I'm Greg Rutherford, and you're listening to the Back Straight Boys. You're a pro, aren't you? Well, you know. <laughs> just before we talk about the team, yeah. I've got a little section on my notes called elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yes. Oh yes. Because I think we want to finish by talking about. Glasgow, which is right around the corner, but like a couple of notable performances from elsewhere. Constance Costa Health and two German yeah. records in the last fortnight. The women's mile, which takes her fifth on the women's all time list, 419. Not anymore. Oh, maybe she's now bumped down to six. Yes. Of Laura. <laughs> That's really high caliber indoor season, actually. Yeah. She then also won the 3,000 meters in a national record yesterday at 8.32.47. Oh, wow. Looked amazing. So that, her against Laura, because they're both doing the double-double. that's what we wanted to see at the Europeans last year, yes. but she was injured. So it's really, she's mm. the perfect person for Laura to have in a race. And I really to hope... Take a bit of the sort of pressure yes, off. Yeah. I really hope she continues getting stronger and mm. getting faster because her and Laura really... Comp- well, I think she actually supports Laura and what Laura's tactics will be. Um, but both of them against those ones with the really fast kick finishes, it's going to be really exciting in the future to see how that pans out. Definitely. And 
at the Europeans because she's going to have to go out because Melissa Courtney might not be able to run 832 Just what I was going to say. but Melissa Courtney can outsprint all of the Ethiopians so you know she can <laughs> outsprint Kostelhaven so it, that's going to make for a really exciting race and I wonder if she's going to go for the double as well I think the rumour is she is which would be fantastically interesting because it's not the best schedule no. but it is doable but also it means is she going to take it out hard and sacrifice that for the other race Like so there's some tactics mm. she's going to have to decide on some tactics as well interestingly whilst Laura we talk about Laura getting beaten in the sprint finish and I think that's going to happen less and less going forward yeah. when she does a 50 second 56 second last <laughs> lap um, but um, as we were talking just a minute ago Melissa, McCour- Melissa, Melissa Courtney's um, sprint finish was spectacular has mm. been so we've got if she can hold on can she out kick them what's Laura going to do because she's got both of those is Classic Alpha going to take it out so far so we can't keep up with her this is like this is re- going to be a really but good it's, it's looking like the best quality or the most interesting race of the, of the championships agreed Across the pond, Shelby O'Houlihan, one of my favourite American middle distance athletes, won the USA Cross Country Championships. Yeah. There's been some palaver, hasn't there, about us not sending a team to the World well, no, Cross Country Championships, but like, now teams. we are... Yeah, they, they announced it late, so yeah. people don't have time to prepare. No, it's on this year, and it's going to be on a, apparently on a traditional course. That's what Paula tells I did, me. Yeah, yeah, you're right, I have to remember that. So that, makes it, that just mm. makes it so much more interesting. But the American, they, especially on the women's side, all their big names are running. Yeah, because all the Bowman Track Club right. compete in it every single year. Like It's a massive deal for them. So that was actually, I ended up watching it on such an I stayed up and watched the American <laughs> Cross Country Champs, and it was fantastic. Um, also, Jakobinger Brixton, new junior world record <laughs> over 1500 meters. Carson Borholm ran through 4565 oh, wow. to win the Norwegian champs over the flat. And Stephen Mills at Tracktastic2019 on Twitter tweeted On Valentine's Day, roses are red, violets are blue. Lewandowski ran 3.56 on his mile debut. Oh, that's some good rhyming there, Steve. And that is some good mile running. So that means that the men's 1500 meters actually does it like a really good one as well. Absolutely. And he's, he's another one who, who isn't primarily an 800 metre runner, but smartly moves up to the 1500 mm. for championships. Hi, it's KJT and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys. What else talk. happened yesterday, Byron? Um, nothing. Let's talk about the team. <laughs> Claire, so just as we sat down to discuss mm. um, the, what's been going on over the last few days, we also got the email through with the team on. We did. Shall I whistle through the team and you guys can stop me and there's something you want to yeah. talk about but yes. I feel there's yes. only really one thing I think we might stop on the first <laughs> event <clears throat> you reckon <laughs> men's 60 metres one name OJ Adoberon listen how much do we love OJ so much like but what the actual fuck that is so ridiculous now this all starts because Britain come up with a ridiculous ridiculous one of the worst ever actually 660 as the qualifying time 660, I wrote something on Twitter the other day, I can't find it because, you know, I'm, I'm boring. And I went back and looked at all the European indoor <laughs> championships for the last 10, 10 right. <laughs> since, um, to, since 1997 or something. And 660 would have got you a medal, I believe, in seven championships. Wow. I think you would have come fourth twice and you would have come fifth mm. once. 660 is way up there. I think only five people have done it in Europe this season. All that Europe um, want is 678. That's the European Exactly. So standard. 660 is ludicrous. So I just Bayo found it. So in the last 10 editions, 660 would have won one silver medal, five bronze medal, one fourth place, and, what? and three, three fifth places. Um, so, Good stat work, you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so what mm. the fuck are we doing? Not putting people in. Now... Obviously, it would have been great if people could have run 660 indoors, but the people who didn't run 660 
of people we should be taking to the European Indoor Championships. All, number, the, all the youngsters we were just talking well, about. Number yeah. one, the youngsters we've just been talking champion. about. Richard Kilty, you won't often hear me say something positive <laughs> about Richard Kilty on this podcast. <laughs> but for fuck's sake, he's the, he's the past world indoor champion. He's the twice, the last two European indoor champion. He's got a best of 649. He just ran 663, which was an improvement on the week before. He's got two weeks to go. He's going to be running 650 something and he'll probably win. But we're leaving it home because of some arbitrary thing that we've just made up just to be dickheads, basically. I have nothing against OJ going because he has done one of but the criteria. But he also came last at the trials because he, he's injured. He, he didn't did. run well at the, at mm. the Diamond League yesterday. No, he so, didn't. I'm, but I think, I don't understand why we're taking one person no, when we should have a full Because compliment. they've made this, I thought mm. what would happen is what would actually, they'd have these guidelines and then they go, but you know what, we're going to put some extra people in. And but it doesn't look like they... what usually happens, isn't it? I mean, especially for a home championships. Like, I can't ago. believe we're going back to moaning about not having four teams at home championships It's going to cost again. £15 pounds to put them on a mega bus and send them to Glasgow <laughs> to race. It's ridiculous. And it's, it's exactly what I thought we'd stopped doing in the last mm. few years. It's really annoying. There you go. <laughs> Other than that, yeah, that aside, though, I completely agree with the men's 60 metre point. And we've already touched upon whether or not athletes should feel obliged to compete or just want to compete mm. indoors. I mean, everything else is pretty as we'd expect with the selections, isn't it? Obviously, nice to see Adele got the nod over Lindsay, which I feel was merited. Mm. Jasmine Sawyers has received a place. Yeah, that's, that's, smart. That's, that's a smart decision because she always performs at a championship. She got better luck this week than she did the week before. You know that she'll something will click with her and she'll jump six seventy. But looking at that, look at the kind of contradiction there. Jazz Sawyer, who's great at championships, um, hasn't got the qualifying. She has got the no, qualifying. she's got it. Yeah, she has. She's got it from what, outdoors. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she she hasn't done. She hasn't qualified technically by their their rules this, this time. Um, she's been put in because she's great at championships. Richard Kilty, who hasn't got the qualifying from outdoors, but like is very near to it distors and definitely has the. Um, but they've the, just been. Hang on, but definitely has the European qualifying to go. They've ignored him. Because, but they've what? just stuck to their qualifiers, haven't they? I don't have they. I mean, I haven't studied it, Claire. I don't think they've chosen anyone who didn't get the quali- who hasn't got the British qualifying standard, which is so stupid. Because number one, they're too high, but also they're completely arbitrary. Six six sixty is not um, the same as three forty two. Like what? Um, I'm, I'm guessing, and they've done this to us a few times before. We've gone on a big rant about um, the teams not being filled, and then like. They'll chuck a few extra weeks ago. People get added in, don't they? So I'm, I'm mm. guessing, especially as it's a um, it's a home champs. It would seem to me that they're going to fill every possible spot they can. The um, only other event that I wanted to talk about was quickly is the women's four by four squad. Oh yeah. Do you think because Europe likes to throw up some really rogue, really fast four by four squads? It really does. We Poland. had that ridiculous Polish <laughs> world record last year that stood for about eight minutes. But we've got Amber Anning, Zoe Clark, Ailey Doyle, Philippa Lowe, Lavia Nilsson. Megan Beasley, I think, who yeah. came fifth at the British Champs, didn't even make the cut. And ran fast. Didn't she win in Ireland or something? Yeah, last week. I think I'm around. I think she was fifty three mm. dead or something. Um, but the thing is, I mean, you, you don't. I'm, we don't have to take twenty seven people for every relay team. No, that's a good squad. Um, Poland are going to have a very good squad. Poland's got a really good squad. Yeah, um, mm. but that's. I think that's comparable. Um, can we just read out the full team, Claire, just in case it's anything we've missed, and just in case anyone else missed it. Okay, here we go. So, OJ for the 60. For the 400, Cameron Chalmers, Alex Haydock, Wilson, Owen Smith. Oh. 800 metres, Guy Learmonth, Joe Reed, Jamie Webb. Yeah. 1500, Robbie Fitzgibbon, mm. Elliot Giles, Neil Gawley. 
Should I know who Robbie Fitzgibbon is? No. And if you don't, then... Yeah. <laughs> 3,000. Butch Art Grice, a hair. 60 oh, the... Meter Hurdles, David King, Andrew Potsy, dependent on fitness. That's interesting because he got slight, a slight injury in January, so that would be mm. nice. I'd love to see him indoors, obviously. Yeah. Defending world champion would be great. Um, high jump, Chris Baker. Long jump, Farron Sayers. Triple jump, Nathan Douglas, Julian Reed. 4 by 4 Joe Breyer, Cameron Chalmers, Alex Haydock, Wilson, Owen Smith, Thomas Summers. And heptathlon. Sorry, no offence. I mean, that's not their fault. But there wasn't a single person in there from that there. Apart from Cameron... Chalmers. Chalmers. Yeah. There's no one there who, yeah, to me... You would expect to be in there. No. But they'll probably get a medal. Yeah. <laughs> and heptathlon, friend of the pod, Tim Duckworth. Yay. I'm so excited by that. I didn't think he'd do it. Because but he's fin- is he finishing the CAA now? I think he's finished now. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I love the, way, the fact he's committed to British athletics. I feel yeah. it's really... Yeah. And especially being in an event where you... You could quite easily go, I'm not going to do it. That's really made mm. me happy. Fantastic. On the women's side, the good side, 60 metres. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Awur, Rachel Miller, Asha Phillips. That's that potential is three finalists. 100%. 400 metres, Amber Anning, Zoe Clark, Ailey Doyle, 800, Shalane Ruskin Clark, Mari Smith, Adele Tracy, yes. 1500, Sarah McDonald, because she got the time outdoors, Laura Muir, Gemma Riki, <laughs> 3000 metres, Melissa Courtney, Eilish McCulgan, Laura Muir, high jump, Morgan Lake, Paul Vaught, Holly Bradshaw, long jump, Abigail Irazoru, Jasmine Sawyers, and Jahisha Thomas, triple jump, Naomi Ogbetta, shot put, Sophie McKinnon, and Amelia Strickler, and the 4x4 we've just discussed, and Cat um, in the Heptathlon. Can we just oh, talk about the Heptathlon? That is a phenomenal team. Like, there's very few people m- missing. There are there. global finalists yeah. across the board. Absolutely, there. and, and they're all, it's almost all full. It's like. Yeah. And can we just talk about the strength on the women's team right now? And when I say strength, I don't mean people who are going to win gold medals at major championships outdoors all the time. But there seems to be, there's a decent person in nearly every event. Well, just, we, just look there. It wasn't long ago we couldn't even get a long jump in there. We've got, yeah. we got a, a wealth of them. In fact, Two the, people the, going in the shot put. Two people going in the shot put. We've got a, a triple jump who's actually qualified um, out, outright. Um, pole vaulters. We've got like people in there is also high jumpers. It wasn't like we no high jumpers. Um, and even outdoors, we've got hammer throwers. You know, it's like something has happened in the women's um, events which hasn't really happened in the men's, is it? And mm. I think slowly but surely, you've noticed it in the coverage as well. It's like the women are getting lauded far more than they ever used to, didn't they? You know, when you've got your, your cats and your dinas and your Lauras, they're the big stars of the sport at the moment, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, it's only really the javelin and the probably the ten thousand to marathon that we don't have. Vi- Mm. Any anybody in I'm really really impressed with that speaking of which actually quick shout out Charlotte Arthur broke the Welsh half marathon record last week that girl is just going from strength to strength yeah I mean we've got a lot of lot of potential talent in mm. the 10,000 in the marathon it's just about people committing to it and moving up to that distance so yeah overall very very healthy so I think the men need to step it up don't they hi I'm Cathy Freeman and you're listening to the Backstreet Boys no <laughs> 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 What's the one event that you will not be missing come Glasgow? Okay, I've got to hands up. You will be in Glasgow. You'll yes, be interviewing uh, people. You'll be in the stadium. I, unfortunately, will be at Carnival in Rio. I'm going to really feel bad, you know, when I'm partying with them. Heater in my hand. Um, yeah, but you'll I have think... your phone in the other one, live streaming. Well, the this is just what I was just yeah. I was going to say. Whilst I put, well, technically it'd be in Rio for the carnival, I guarantee you over that weekend there won't be much carnival in doing because I'll be sat on my laptop in my hotel. So um, I'll be with you in spirit, even if not in, in actual person. Um, but the one that I will not be missing is um, the Women's 3000, I think. That mm-hmm. seems to me to be the most event. I could, you know what? I think that's going to be all three of ours, surely. 
that's going to be absolutely amazing. Between that and the women's 800 metres, the two that I just won't miss for anything. Um, I'm, I'll be there, what am I talking about? <laughs> See, all of it. So I agree, the women's middle distance is going to be awesome. But I think we need to look at the men's 1500 as well. Because not, oh. only, because not only do we have oh. Inga Britsons, God knows which ones, and who who's doubling and which one's doing the 1500 and all the rest of it. Lewandowski's going to be in there. We're going to have the British guys and it's pretty much, not so much in the 1500 actually because they've all moved up to the 3000. Mm. But that's going to be really competitive and yeah. anytime there's an Inga Britson around, I'm up for watching that because they make great races. Also, Neil Gawley is from Glasgow so the British athlete with the best shot at the medal, I would say, in the men's 1500 metres is in front of a home crowd. Who's that? Neil Gawley is from Glasgow. Oh, is he? Yeah, so that's going to be really nice. Scottish Athletic. Athletics. Scottish Athletics. They, they, they've got Ailey and they've Ricky got... Ricky um, Lim and Fahad Doyle. And they've got um, um, and Laura Muir. Zoe Clark. <laughs> so, so many. But yes, we will be up in Glasgow, Jodie and myself. Really exciting. Accreditation all sorted and hopefully going to be there for, well, pretty much all of it. Well, I'll be there for all of it. Bayo's not going to be there, but we will have a little extra pair of hands because our good friend from Twitter, Will Murray, is going to be with us. He's a Glasgow native, so he's going to show us a good night out as he well. Translate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're looking forward to having the special guest Will um, just helping us out with a few interviews and a bit of a chat at the, uh, for a roundup. So that will be fun. Um, I'm looking forward to the European indoors. It's one of those um, championships which, on the face of it, is not that important, but that somehow makes it the competition better. And while the stakes are lower, it kind of means that more people are involved and more people can get medals. There'll be a random person who'll get a medal that we'll all be very really happy about and celebrating. Let's quickly pick that. Who's your bolter? Who do you think Joe Bloggs on the street who doesn't follow athletics might suddenly wake up to see on their back pages? Gemma Riku. Oh, well, I would say that, but the event she's in, she's got against yeah, Laura. But for a medal, Gemma Riku, I think. Um, you should have given me a bit more advance notice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, because if she gets it right, she's going to be right out there, um, Jasmine Sawyer. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Or, 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 or Abigail. Either of them, actually. And the other one, just to pop in my head, is Elliot Giles. Yes, I agree. Because in a slow race, which championships often are, you never know in a, in a 1500 indoors. Um, I have to say, the lower rank of the, the championship, the more I tend to enjoy them. <laughs> I just thought you could get, as you say, the stakes are lower. With the Olympics, it's, there's too much worry. You know, you're <laughs> too stressed about it. Um, at the European Indoor Championships, it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, that matters somewhat, but it doesn't mm-hmm. matter to that extent. And you're right, there's like exciting things happen, people come through, and it just all feels a bit more like um, contained, and you can get you mm. sort of get to grips with it a bit more. I think she's led us off in so many of our greatest relay performances for the last few years. She's in front of a home crowd. I'd like to see Zoe Clark get a medal. Yeah, she's strong. She's fast. And she's tough. And she's mm-hmm. another one who you know is going to give it her all. Um, but 400 indoors, who knows what's going to happen? They might all get disqualified. <laughs> 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 so listen, that's a little roundup just before the championships. We will be reporting from Glasgow. So we all will speak to you the other side of the championships. We're really looking forward to it. I'm sure we'll see a lot of you there. Take two. Okay, take two. Hi, I'm Kathy Freeman, and you're listening to the Backstraight Boys. Yay! <laughs> so that's all from the Backstraight Boys and Girls for this week. And if you please, please, please go and follow us on Twitter at Backstraight B. At Claire underscore G Thomas. And also, if you do enjoy listening to the pod, please give us a rate and review on iTunes. Not only will it help us get more listeners, but it also could win you a prize. We're back on Instagram. <laughs>
we got we got locked out. We were on Instagram, you know, and we used to put pictures and stuff up like you do. Um, and then we got locked out because no one could remember which um, email address it was attached to. <laughs> Finally, a couple of months back, I got back in. We haven't quite got back in the string of th- the swing of things yet, but we're at Backstreet Boys, easy to find. We will be making a lot more effort, and certainly during the championships, there'll be lots more stuff going up. Glasgow Grammen. I might do an Insta story. Oh, oh my god, Claire, Claire's shaking her head. <laughs> So that might be fine. Anyway, guys, we'll see you all in Glasgow. Bye. Bye. Bye.